Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. your daily dose of Donna. You guys, today is April 17th. It is Monday and today is officially known as the day after the Love is Blind Netflix disaster. And yes, I am being a little dramatic, but as I should be, because I spent hours last night. We are going to get all into this. For those of you that are new here, welcome. My name is Donna. I have a daily podcast here Monday through Friday. I air the show on YouTube and you can listen on the podcasting app. I also record live um, on TikTok. It's the day after Molly Dare. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. Um, Thank you so much for those of you who have subscribed. We officially hit 3,000 YouTube subscribers over this weekend. 3,000. I am so, so freaking grateful for you guys and so excited because YouTube is like where I see the most action with this podcast, although the numbers on the listening of the podcast have gone up too. So everything is going really, really well. I appreciate you guys so much. Of course, this show is sponsored by Ilya Wine. I am not drinking today. It is Monday morning and I don't have a voice because I drank a lot of this over the weekend. This is the Robo, but they have a rosé. They have a, a Moscato that I drank over the weekend. I drank a rosé on Saturday night and I drink the Moscato on Friday night at the Dodger game. You guys saw it in my Instagram stories. So much fun. Actually, I had a girlfriend here and we both drank the rosé on Saturday night. We had a great time. Um, if you go to ilia.com, the code will be, the code is daily20 and you'll get 20% off your purchase of wine. So thank you to my sponsor, Ilia Wine. Okay, you guys, I have to get into... <laughs> God. Thank you so much. Uh, Molly says, this is the best. Molly says, Netflix is now no flicks. Yeah, I've seen so many good comments. So here's what went down yesterday. And I'm sure if you listen to this show, you probably either watch Love is Blind or know of Love is Blind. Love is Blind is in season four, but this season, for whatever reason, is so good. And they've really stretched out this show. Like they're treating it as if it's succession or something. Like every single week, there's like a couple more drops of an episode. I mean, I watched 46 episodes of like two dates between Brett and Tiffany, I feel like. I feel like I've watched so many, like the same people over and over. But we've gotten a little, you know, we've gotten connected to these these groups of people. Here's my thought on Love is Blind. And I've talked about this a little bit before. I feel like they need to have, Molly says it's the best season ever, hands down. I agree. But I think that this is what they should have done. They should have done four, like they dropped four or five episodes and then they waited a week. I think they should have just dropped them all. And here's why. Because after the first four or five episodes, I literally like was so invested. But that week that went by, like I got out of the pods in my brain, I like entered back into real life. And then I kind of didn't care as much about like Mike and Paul. You know what I mean? I was still very into it though. I got back into it and then they dropped another, you know, then they waited another week. And on Friday night, what do you mean, Cece? You have to start it. You should start it. Um, okay. 
Mia, I'm going to, I'm going to, so here's what I'm going to do. I have not watched the reunion because I'm going to bring you guys up to speed. Friday, they aired the finale, which was the weddings. And I'll share you with you guys what the weddings were like. Last night at 5 p.m., they were touting like Netflix was telling the world about this live reunion. Now, why was this such a big deal for Netflix? Because Netflix doesn't go live almost ever. They've gone live one other time. It was with Chris Rock for a comedy special. I believe it was a Saturday night and it went off swimmingly. I watched a few of it, a few minutes of it live. And like, that was a great, great move for Chris Rock. He probably spent, I mean, made, I think he made like $40 million from Netflix for two comedy specials live. And he was so funny. And he talked about the Will Smith. It was a great, great pairing and partnership with Netflix. Why did the Love is Blind reunion need to be live? Why? Netflix, I'm waiting. I'll, I'll stay here until you have an answer for me, Netflix. Why? Why? Because it didn't make any sense. Number one, had you aired it live for the whole world at the same time, that would have been the way to go. You should have recorded it earlier in the day and aired it at the same time for everyone to watch right? Like it should have still been 5 p.m. on Pacific time and 8 p.m. Eastern time. I actually wish Bravo did this. I wish Bravo released their reunions or their episodes at the exact same time in both like coasts so that people could watch it live at the same time because I still think they would have had a lot of chatter about it. But I really believe that what they tried to do here was they tried to make it this like worldwide event, like love is blind live. This is so exciting. This is such a big deal. Da, 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 da. And I really think that it could have been amazing, right? Because I sat down, like I was, I invited some girlfriends over and then we ended up not getting our shit together. I was so tired. So they were home, but I was like texting my friends, Molly being one of them. I'm texting my separate friends. Okay, you guys, five minutes, four minutes. I told my son, Dylan, who's into the show. He watches a little bit here and there with me. I was like, let's watch. We sat down, we had our dinner ready. We sat there and then error, error error. And I was like, it's 5.03. This is crazy. Isn't that funny that like at 5.02 PM Pacific time, I was like, this is insanity. How is the live event late? Had I not known that it was just never going to air that night. So apparently people were refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. And then at 6.16 PM. So this is now what? 76 minutes behind it finally started to work only for a very small amount of people. So like if you were already on the stream and you hadn't left the stream and you were still like in the waiting room, you were able to watch it. I was not able to watch it because I couldn't even pull up the waiting room. Nothing loaded until the moment I went to bed at 10 o'clock, I checked again. It had, it just had that 25% and the spinning wheel of death. And then when I woke up this morning at 4.30 AM Los Angeles time, I went on my app to see if it was there. I wasn't going to watch it. Don't be crazy. I mean, I maybe would have watched a couple minutes, but I went on my app to see if it was there at 4.30 a.m. and it was just not even an option. It's like this show will air at 12 p.m. Pacific. So that's an hour and a half from when I'm recording this right now. So those of you that are watching this probably have already seen the reunion by the time you're watching this or listening to this. Maybe some of you haven't. I can't spoil it for you because I don't know shite. Now, I could find out everything. I could watch it on YouTube. I could watch it on like read on Reddit, but I don't want to do it that way. I like, you know, I love wine. I talk about wine all the time. Wine is my sponsor. I 
I can't drink wine out of a cup that looks like this. I can't drink wine even out of a cup that looks, I need a nice wine glass. Okay. Call me bougie. Yes. You already watched. That's totally fine. If you've watched, I I've, I've heard some spoilers here and there, so don't even worry. But like, I need to drink wine out of a nice glass, even my coffee. Like I care about the presentation. I do not want to watch a show on my phone from someone else's shaky live. I don't want to read Reddit. You know, I want to watch it on my TV with a snack, you know? Um, what do you mean hilarious? What housewife was that? Oh, that was Dorit. Yes, that was Dorit at my friend Teddy's house. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I remember that. That was season one. Which, by the way, you guys, shout out to Tamara Judge. Tamara Judge followed me this morning on Instagram and on TikTok. I don't really know what she saw or what did that. But I had DM'd her a while ago talking her to her about Venus CBD and saying, I really want to try the products. I would talk about it on the show, whatever. And she messaged me back saying, send me your address. I'm going to send you some Venus CBD products. So I'm super excited. Shout out Tamara Judge because I want to try I mean, like, I'm all about that stuff, right? Like, give me some more to fall asleep. Yes, Teddy is my friend. Um, Teddy and I are uh, – we we live very close to each other and our kids are pretty much the same age. So when, when like, I was pregnant with my second son, Oliver um, – So let me think. He's now, oh my God, I was going to say he's five. He's seven, almost eight. That's so scary. He was born in 2015. So around that time, 2015, 2016, 2017, we would spend a lot of time together like as parents. And we actually went on a vacation together, um, Teddy and her family, and then like four or five other families that we have in common, like a bunch of us with young kids. We went to Club Med um, Ixtapa together in 2000. I want to say it was 2000. Yeah, it was January 2016. And my little Oliver was a little six-month-old baby. And they all hung out, like Oliver and Cruz, her son and whatever. They were little babies together. Um, Okay, so you said – so Kelly says, I watched it on my phone through shaky TikTok Live. It matched the quality of the reunion. Yeah, so I'm hearing that the reunion kind of sucked. From some people I hear it's really good, like wait around. Now, the news on the streets – and like I said, I can't say – for fact, but I will tell you guys, of course, my thoughts tomorrow. But the news is that Vanessa Lachey just bombed. Like some people, I guess, liked it because they felt that she was like asking the tough questions. But most people that I'm seeing are like, Vanessa was really one-sided. She was biased. She kept cutting people off. She didn't let people answer. She made it about her. So I want to know from you guys, what were your thoughts on Vanessa? What were your thoughts on Nick? And then what were your thoughts overall on the reunion? Of course, we'll talk more about this tomorrow. Um, Just to give you a little update on the finale, this is who ended up getting married. Shockingly, shockingly. Okay, so Kelly says she sided with the a-holes. Yes, I heard she sided with Jackie and not with Marshall, which is weird. Really weird because who could not side with Marshall? Marshall was the bomb. Okay, so – so – The finale opens up, the episode that aired on Friday night, it opens up to Kwame saying yes to Chelsea. In the most shocking, like, twist in all of Love is Blind history, Kwame married Chelsea. And the best part about it is the body language at the end is that, like, when they're talking about it and they're supposed to be so in love, and you can just always tell when the couples do get married, like, how in love they are. Um... She was like, we're married. I love you. And he's like, "Ah." 
I mean, that maniacal laugh is insane. So apparently he's like, we got edited wrong. I love her. We'll see about that. The next wedding was Micah and Paul. And this actually shocked me more than the Kwame and Chelsea, to be honest. Micah and Paul did not get married. Paul said no. Micah was smart. She had said to Paul, tell me first. I want you to answer first. And I guess apparently, which no one like, this is so weird. You know, those couples that you think like are so happy and they're always posting like perfect pictures on Instagram about how amazing their life is and their marriages. And those are the ones that are going through the divorce secretly. This felt like Micah and Paul. Never once, other than the weird Micah friend Shelby, did we ever think that there was drama between Micah and Paul? Like, did we? I I felt like they were so happy. Like, And now I'm saying L-I-K-E, like, constantly because I watched that freaking show and Micah reminded me of how often to say that word. I have to cleanse that word from my vocabulary because watching Micah use the word like, and then even Paul, her fiance, started to use it often too. I think everyone was saying the word like more than they were speaking other words. Okay, so Micah gets up there. She's wearing a bra in her wedding dress. Now, let me just tell you something. Micah's a very pretty girl, in my opinion, other than the fact that she says like a million times. Yes, you caught me live. What's up? Okay, wait, hold on. Jackie says Micah was never into him and she's faking being upset. She's good at it. That is so interesting. What makes you think that? I actually thought she was into Paul. I mean, I think secretly she and Kwame are going to end up together. We'll see. But I mean, I didn't watch the reunion. Remember that? But she was wearing a bra on the wedding day. And that felt weird. You also never felt like a genuine feeling of love. You're right. Like you didn't really find, a, you didn't feel this like genuine like obsession that Chelsea had with Kwame. You didn't see that with Micah. Now, Paul said something that I thought was so interesting. He's like, you're just not nurturing. Wasn't that crazy, you guys? You're just not a nurturing wife. Like, you'll just never be nurturing. You won't be a good mom, basically, he said. It was kind of like a low blow. I was like, wow, is she really just not there? Like, is she? does she not have warmth? I thought that was interesting. Um, and then the big, you know, news all over TikTok was that the second that, you know, she runs off, she cries. He says no, then, then she runs off and cries. And then he comes to visit her and she's like, I don't want to see you. I don't want to even talk to you. I want to deal with this alone. And as he's leaving, he has this really strange exchange with the with the bridesmaid where like he it looks like he taps her ass and they smile at each other. I'm like, oh, here we go. Raquel Rachel is on Love is Blind season four. Did we not know that? That Raquel Rachel was making a little guest appearance as Micah's bridesmaid? Um, okay, Jackie says, was the whole thing with her and Kwame addressed? That's insane. That wasn't talked about a lot. I have not watched the reunion, Jackie, so I have no idea, but I will be watching live at 12 in one hour and a half. It was a Raquel Rachel cameo. <laughs> oh my God, that's good. Micah reminds me of Emma from Spice Girls. That's really interesting. She does have a little bit of that baby spice. Wow, I never thought about that. Thank you, by the way, for all the likes, Sandy. I see that you're giving me so many likes on TikTok. I appreciate that. Okay. Um, the next wedding, which was no surprise at all whatsoever was Brett and Tiffany, the cutest couple in the entire world. I have to admit, I love them so much that it is boring TV. Um, 
they're so cute, but I watched that entire sequence on 1.5 speed. In fact, I pretty much watched everyone getting ready for the wedding on 1.5 speed. Like I have no interest in rewatching, like watching you talk to your bridesmaids and like try on the dress 400 times. So I watched that entire thing on 1.5 speed, even their ceremony. They're so cute though. Like I don't think anyone, yeah, true love is unfortunately boring. That's what I heard, by the way, this is like a side note, but I didn't watch the Kourtney Kardashian, Travis Barker special. I'm really just not interested in it. But apparently, um, oh, thank you so much. Hi. Apparently so much, um, apparently so much, apparently um, Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker had this wedding special and I was, I heard from Ryan Bailey, who's another podcaster. He's like, listen, it was beautiful. It was full of love. There's no question that they love each other. It was boring TV, which is exactly why I have not watched it and I have no interest in watching it. Another person's commented that the Kardashians' time has passed. I want to know from you guys, are you interested in the Kardashians at all? Like, do we talk about Kendall Jenner, Bad Bunny? Are we interested in this? Do we want to cover this in future shows? I stopped watching the Kardashians after season one of their Hulu show. show. I loved season one of the Hulu show but I'm bored with them now. Yeah, a lot of no, no, no. Wow, you guys are not really into the Kardashians. Has their time passed? Has are they, Have they entered their flop era? Is that That's what we need to know. Have the Kardashians entered their flop era? Are we done? The Kardashians. I think we may be close to it. I'm sure something big will happen. But um, okay, so anyway, Brett and Tiffany – they're adorable. They're so in love. You can tell when they're sitting in the back of that pickup truck talking about their love. You, it's so cute, right? And then the biggest, like, emotional shocker for me is that Zach, oh my God, everyone's over the Kardashians. Um, Kardashian show is like an hour commercial, definitely, definitely done. Wow. Everyone is over it. You guys. Um, okay. So then the final couple was Zach and bliss. And let me just tell you, There's a little bit of bliss that annoys me, and I don't know how to explain this. Maybe it's a little bit of that Kardashian vibe where it feels like she's monotone. Now, this is the casting director side of me coming out where I like personality and I like a lot of like up and down and like a lot of strong personality. And like bliss has a little bit of like, yeah, I really like Zach. Yeah, like I have never felt so in love with anyone than I have with Zach. Don't you ag- agree that it like, it didn't feel like, Like, does Bliss ever say, like, I love you? She's like, I love you. Right? (laughs) Am I crazy? I sound just like her. It's so fun. Yeah, Zach and Bliss, like, were very cute, though, I have to say. They really fell in love. Yeah, she's flat. That's a great way to say it. She's she's beautiful and she's sweet, though. And, like, strangely enough, it seems like they really loved each other. Um, Oh, my gosh. Hey, Sarah from Jeff Lewis Obsessed. I don't watch Love is Blind, but I commend them for trying the live reunion. Wish Bravo would do that. Well, You missed this earlier, Sarah, but I said I wish Bravo aired the reunions and the shows live, but they should never have done this live. It was the worst mistake because like how crappy. Now, I mean, we're talking about it, but we're angry. I feel like I got like ditched by a friend. I was texting with my friends last night when the reunion was only airing for some people, but not everyone. I was like, I feel my FOMO was triggered beyond. I feel like I wasn't invited to the party. And I'm like, I have a pop culture podcast. Like, I have to know what's going on in Love is Blind. And I don't know. Like, did 
oh my God, I'm saying like, like Micah. I've become Micah. Okay, Zach's song. Oh my God, Zach is so cringy. Bliss is a little cringy. They are a little bit random and whatever, but I will tell you this. Those two love each other. And I didn't see the reunion again, but when they played I Hope You Dance by Leanne Womack, and I think it was a cover of I Hope You Dance by Leanne Womack, in that final scene, when I tell you I started to cry. Cry, okay? Cry. Because Zach, he, Zach had um, a very, very challenging childhood. And he said his mom was a stripper to try to make some money. And that was his, his mom's song for him. And then Bliss said, that was my mom's song for me. I mean, and then the Bliss's mom said, I'll be your mom to Zach. Like, forget it. Forget it. I was bawling. Like, there's something about that song, though, I Hope You Dance, that is so beautiful. And when I was in college, I always imagined that I was going to have daughters. I had no idea I was going to be a boy mom. But I always imagined I was going to have daughters and I like would sing that song in my Jetta driving around being like, I hope you dance. Like I was like so into it. I like just imagined me and my daughters dancing around the nursery and then I would sing it to my sons. It's not the same, but like it's still good. Um, Okay. Yeah. So I didn't watch the reunion for the final time, but I will later today. And then, um, and okay. So any other news? Um, I thought that was interesting. Did you guys see this TikTok about, and I'm sure they cover it in the reunion about, there was like couples that were not followed. There was a couple, his name was Josh and then Ava who were in Love is Blind and they were not followed. So they, they didn't like, they didn't, I think they went to Mexico or maybe they didn't even go to Mexico. How weird is that? Oh, it's the best song. Yeah. How weird is that, that they were together and then, but Netflix decided, let's not follow this couple. I thought that was so weird. Stop calling him cringy. He is neurodivergent. He is on the spectrum. Number one, I did not know that. Is he or is he not? We don't know. I have not seen that unless they talked about it on the reunion. Um, I still think I can say that though. I don't think it has anything to do with it. I think that there's people all through spectrum or not that can come off a little bit like uncomfortable when you're watching them on TV. But I loved Zach and Bliss at the end. I thought it was so, so sweet. Um, yeah, they didn't talk about the other couples on the reunion. Okay. Another, another couple things, um, just to kind of like wrap up this love is blind conversation, because I will be watching live. Maybe I'll go on TikTok live for when it does air live. How about we do that? At 12 o'clock, I will put the TV on here in my office and we'll go live on TikTok. So that's in an hour and 15 minutes and we'll be able to watch together. Um, a couple other random things that I thought were interesting, live with Regis and I mean, <laughs> live with Regis, live with Kelly and Mark. Now we've talked a little bit about Kelly Ripa on the, in the past on this show. I want to know your guys' thoughts. Just be honest right here. Tell me in the comments here or on YouTube, like tell me what you honestly think about Kelly Ripa. Um, I was not a fan and then I listened to her book because someone said it was good. And I actually really enjoyed her book. It's called Livewire. It's short stories. And I thought she was actually very funny and a well, like a good writer. But now she has her husband on the show because Ryan Seacrest left on Friday. Mark Consuelos is now her permanent co-host. Let me tell you. Oh my God, Cece, you always still call it. I will call it Regis and Kelly forever. Um, I'm bored. I don't even watch the show and I won't watch the show, but I am especially bored to watch 
a married couple every day. Now, Regis had his wife, um, Joy, join whenever he didn't have a co-host. And Kelly had Mark join when she didn't have a co-host. And that works. But it doesn't work as an everyday thing. And I'm curious to see if the, if America or like the world agrees. But today, she did not get very good reviews. People are saying it's boring. People are saying that she kept cutting him off. You know, I think we've heard too much and seen too much. I think their press tour has gone out of control. Like we all know about their sex life. Why are they talking so much about their sex life? Let's like not talk about that. Kel. And then the final thing is um, over the weekend, we did, I just have to jump on this a little bit, but I will talk about this more because this is a little bit less Vanderpump. But over the weekend, Kel, uh, Ariana went to Coachella. Ariana Maddox went to Coachella. And I'm sure you've seen it all overall all online, but this girl is living it up. She is in with a huge group of friends, Sheena included, Dana, who used to be on Vanderpump. Yes, I was talking about Kelly from Kelly and Ryan, Kelly and Mark now. Um, and, you know, she was posting a lot of pictures, a lot of videos. She is going to all the parties. She is part of all these brands. She got a tattoo. But most importantly, or I'd say most like gossip worthy is she is hooking up with a new guy. And his uh, his handle, I believe, is the strong Y, W-A-I. I think his name is... Danny, but I don't want to be wrong. Supposedly they met in this Mexico wedding that Ariana went to a couple weeks after Scandival happened. And she is parting it up. Look, good for her. Let her live her life. Although I am nervous for her secretly between just the, the two of us. I am secretly nervous for her because I am worried that she is going to – right now she is like in a very good position press-wise, right? Like the entire world is pro team Ariana right now. And I do worry, like, I don't want her to go too wild. Because if it, it, it could, it could turn on her, if you know what I mean. Tell me if I'm crazy like that, but I'm happy for her that she's living it up. She's enjoying herself. Maybe that's just the fact that I'm old. I'm like, I don't want her to go too wild, but maybe, you know, I just want her to stay like, you know, she's getting good brand deals. She's making good money. She is working with Bloomingdale's and movies and now Dancing with the Stars. I just want her to like have fun, but not too much fun, right? And I, yeah, you know, Cece says it's it's okay to be okay alone. It's just so quick. I'm sure she's going to still be single. I can't imagine that she's going to jump into like a hardcore relationship. But if she does, maybe she and Tom have just not had a real wrong relationship for months and months and months and months. So she, maybe she has kind of felt single this entire time, you know? Um, oh my gosh, you're so right. Rain says people don't like to see people too happy. That's where backlash comes in. It is so freaking true. It is so true. Like we're happy that she's happy, but if she gets too happy, now we're going to question things, right? Meanwhile, Tom Sandoval was walking around West Hollywood over the weekend with Billy Lee, who's a former co-star of his on Vanderpump. Billy Lee, was she was very, very, um, I would say controversial and polarizing when she was on Vanderpump for a season. She worked at Sir at the time. Tom Sandoval was wearing shoes that no one should wear. No one should wear. If I could do a drawing, his, this is his shoe. <laughs> this is Tom Sandoval's shoe. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> you guys can't see. That was his shoe. It was a platform shoe that looked so ridiculous. Like he looked like he was on the moon. I mean, 
what the F? And Raquel, Rachel, you know, it wasn't even at a mental health resort. I mean, mental health resort. She didn't seek mental health treatment. We all know this by now. She was at Miraval which is Oprah's favorite place, which is where all the real housewives go, where all the celebrities and all the richies go. So, uh, you know, I'm sure she's okay. And apparently Sandoval is going to visit her and going to go join her on her, you know, Arizona retreat. Who knows? And almost who cares? And I'm getting into that place right now. I'm getting into – the second I saw Ariana so happy, I think it's making me care less. Am I crazy? The second I saw, so that is what I think I'm concerned about with Ariana, is the second you show that like I am good and everything's fine, it's going to make people say like, oh, well then who cares? And like just move on with life, you know? Anyway, you guys, this was a fun little conversation. Um, I am going to wrap up for the day. You guys just remember you have a one no, no, no. You, yes, you have just today to sign up for my private free podcast. I'll put the, the links below. Grow Your Show with Video. It gets released tomorrow. And I'm working in partnership with Hello Audio and Riverside FM. And I'm so excited because I'm going to have some great options for you. These are two ways that I record and promote and publish my podcasts. Um, once again, a shout out to Ilya Wine. Check them out. You guys, I have two followers that DM'd me this morning that said that they bought the wine and are obsessed with it. I'm not joking you when I tell you guys it's very drinkable. It's very good. Use code DAILY20. Ilya.com. Thank you everyone for being here and I will see you guys tomorrow and I'm going to go live at 12 on TikTok to air this reunion live. I'll talk to you guys later.